Welcome to Believe. My name is Nicholas Upchurch. It's such a great honor to have you here. Wow, thank you for being here. I'm really, really pleased. I'm really amazed that you could be joining me right now. It actually makes my life worth living that you're here with me. It really does. And I'll get into that in this episode. Of course, you can catch us at believe.love. That's our website, www.believe.love. Subscribe on iTunes at believeitunes.com. And check us out on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. It's such an exciting time. It's such an exciting time for you, for us as a community. We're growing. And I just had an interview on John Lee Dumas's Entrepreneurs on Fire. It's one of the top business podcasts on iTunes. I think something like 10 million downloads a month. And if you go to eofire.com, you can see the episode. It came out recently. And I'll pull up that episode number. But here on Believe, what we do is we help you with money and business, true success, health and wellness, world news and our universe. And we help you make sense of it all and become really, really happy, really fulfilled. That's what I want to do for you. I want to make it so your life is the most amazing it could possibly be. And in doing that, In doing that, it helps me. And I just got a text. To be honest, it's not about being perfect. You just heard my iPhone go off. But I was looking up the episode number. And we also have a great sponsor. I was looking up, oh, here we are, Nicholas Upchurch. That's me, Nicholas Upchurch. Episode 615, excuse me, episode 1615. So Entrepreneurs on Fire, I was on there. I was honored to be a guest on John Lee Dumas's show, one of the top business uh, podcasts on iTunes. It was such a great honor. We had a great discussion. So I definitely suggest you check that out at eofire.com. That's eofire.com. And also, of course, he's on iTunes. But it was an honor to be on his show. We talked about so many great things. And People are emailing us now. You can email us too. Uh, believe at believe.love is the email address. Believe at believe.love. And so in this show, we're going to help you with money and business. We're going to help you with true success. I want to connect with you. I want to help you to work through some tough things because I've been going, I've been putting myself through some tough things maybe in life. And I had to work. It really took a lot for me to get this episode out. Actually, we're still in transition. We're building a studio. It's actually operating now. It's actually a yoga studio. You can take yoga classes, wearelove.love. If you're in Miami Beach and South Beach, it's at a great location on Lincoln Road. But we're going to do so much more. We're becoming a, a, you know, we're a media network. And I have a lot of great people involved. And I've had some challenges already. I've had some challenges. I, I may have uh, also not been perfect myself and trying to work through that. And so we'll talk about that. We'll help you with money and business. But I first want to get to an email we got from somebody who caught me in an interview on Entrepreneurs on Fire, the show I just mentioned. And so he emailed us at believe at believe.love. That's believe at believe.love. So send us an email. And he said, uh, this is Ty. Ty says, hi, Nick. I caught you on Entrepreneurs on Fire this morning. Thank you for the early motivation. Well, thank you, Ty. I'm one step closer to taking the entrepreneurial plunge after your episode. With regards to wellness and nutrition, or sort of health and wellness, you know, we talk about that, I believe, on our show here. Do you have any opinions on hemp seeds as food? It seems to be gaining momentum, and from an agricultural standpoint, makes sense. Have a great day. Well, thank you for your question, Ty. It's really a great honor to hear from you. It's a great honor to hear from you. And what I would say is that 
my understanding of hemp seeds is that they're really amazing. And because they, they have a balance of omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which promote cardiovascular health. And as a vegan, I've been vegan for four years now. By the way, I ate a lot of meat and all, all my family is not vegan, my entire family. So I never judge anybody because I wasn't. I ate a ton of meat in my life, right? So I have to take a supplement for um, the good cholesterol. There's good and I guess what they say is bad cholesterol. And my good cholesterol, I think it's LDL or something, was low. So I take Ovega, Ovega 3 or something on Amazon. You know, these Ovega 3, I think is what it's called. But it's vegan Omega 3 supplements. You know, sort of these fatty acids. It's kind of like fish oil, but it's vegan. So it's, that's, you know, not fish, no, no meat and no dairy. So you also with hemp seeds get perfect protein, not only containing all 20 amino acids, but also each of the nine essential amino acids that our bodies cannot produce. So, and you also get fiber, and also GLA, which is omega-6 fatty acid that's usually found in eggs and it helps to balance hormones. So including this protein is such an important thing as well. So for example, I have to also take a protein supplement being vegan because a lot of the brands that I use like Gardein, which is like vegan meat, Gardein is vegan meat, like they have fish fillets, they have chicken strips, they have all of this stuff that looks and tastes like meat. It's crazy, actually. It actually makes it possible for me to be vegan for four years, and I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So I'm thankful to Gardein, the brand Gardein. It's a big company. In fact, if you go to Las Vegas and you go to the Wynn Hotel or the Encore Hotel, Steve Wynn, who's the owner of those hotels, he's actually vegan. So at every one of the nice restaurants, you'll have a vegan dish and part of it is meat. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> it's not meat. It's Gardein. It's Gardein. So it's not actually meat. And they have a vegan dish using Gardein meat. That's not meat, if that makes any sense, at all of the Wynn restaurants in Vegas. So that's really cool. And I used to go there. I lived in Vegas a couple years ago. So I thought that was really awesome. And yes, I would say, Ty, listen, marijuana, I've never smoked marijuana. I think it should be legal. I think actually in Europe, there's some very interesting studies regarding cancer treatment and marijuana. And I think there's a lot of money in the health industry. And... I think what matters is that we try to get to the bottom of the truth. The truth is that there's a lot of money in a lot of areas and everybody's focused on money, which is that's because that's what we use to live right now. But I would say that there probably are things that are not being looked into because it might threaten a lot of money. And that's just the way it is. And you know, if, if our family was a major shareholder or we, we were involved with healthcare, we might have been sort of brought up to think that we need to protect certain things as well and sort of keep the money flowing. And it can be a lot easier said than done just to say, oh, get rid of all of that. But I think honestly, there are, if there was free energy and replicators, as I've discussed on this show, replicators better than 3D printers, which I happen to probably think already exist, and free energy that Nikola Tesla is working on, then honestly, we wouldn't need money, except to maybe trade. And our entire world would change. And that's the most important thing that we could possibly be working on or talking about. More important than everything else and I think there's a reason why we're not. And the reason is control. And so as we look into these things and we try to love the people that might even be worried about losing control and try to 
harmonize with that and be thankful for that resistance because it's in all of us. I've had a lot of resistance this week, starting a new company or a new branch of our company. And it took about two months to get everything organized with the yoga studio and challenges that have come up and just trying to remain thankful and honestly remain sane, if I can be quite honest with you. It can make us absolutely crazy getting into something new that we've been maybe fearing or that is a big thing for us. It's a big move. For me, it's a big move to trust people and really count on people. And I've been very blessed and and I'm very thankful. But in terms of health and wellness, the hemp seeds, I would definitely recommend them. And I think there's more research that needs to be done with cancer treatments. And there have been some positive studies Specifically, I believe in Europe regarding, um, I believe, hemp oil or cannabis oil, I should say. Because when I think of hemp, I also think of marijuana, right? So I understand there's differences and things like that. But cannabis oil specifically, I believe, to treat cancer. And I don't know that any of those are conclusive. And I know there's debate. But all I know is that things are covered up. Some things are for money. And that's just the way it is. What degree we could, everybody could debate. But everything is not out in the open, and I think that's the most important thing we try to work on. And I can tell you about myself, I've had tough times. If I'm going to be out in the open, I get really angry about things, really crazy. So... It's something I'm going to talk about in our, in our next segment. But please email us, believe at believe.love. And I want to talk about something that actually can really help you in terms of money and business. And we actually have a really cool sponsor. We're getting sponsors now. It's awesome because it provides you with a free trial, first of all. That's really cool a free trial, and also it's something actually valuable. And what I'm talking about can help you with money and business. And then I'm going to talk more about what's going on in my life regarding money and business and how that can help you to make more money and improve your business. We have so many episodes. I really recommend going on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash believe loves you, and also believe itunes.com and downloading our episodes. I did some really amazing episodes. I had I had the studio set up, like the, the um, what do you call that? The video wall and everything, and <laughs> moving, right? It's been like a months of moving, and maybe people can relate out there. Months of like moving around, but those episodes I did before are really, really good. We're actually going to come out with free reports based on those episodes. I'm writing a book. I've been on a lot of podcasts, a lot of shows. I've been a guest on those shows, some really cool shows. And I've had some great guests as well. Check out our guests. We've had people that have been interviewed in, all over television and have been in the news. And, you know, some really top-notch people, financial experts that have been on like CNBC and Really amazing people have been on our show, Believe. So check out our archives because you're really going to like it. And the shows are still pretty new. So we're getting sponsors now. And one I want to tell you about because there's a free trial. You actually, it's called FreshBooks. And FreshBooks, if you go right now, I'm pulling it up. If you go to, for a small business owner, this is something I think we really need to take seriously. But if you go to gofreshbooks.com forward slash believe, that's gofreshbooks.com forward slash believe, you get a free trial, first of all, and then I advise you become a paying customer. And honestly, we get credit. You're helping the broadcast. The more people that do this, the better. But you really need an accounting software like FreshBooks. It's cloud accounting. And I actually have a friend I went to high school with, Matt Baker. He works for FreshBooks. He doesn't even know they're a sponsor. He doesn't even know. And he worked at Google as well. He was a great, great friend. I mean, we went to high school and we graduated from the University of Michigan together. 
I played football there. I mentioned that on the show. My glory days, I played wide receiver. And um, anyway, he graduated with me. We sat next to each other. Now he's working at FreshBooks. He doesn't probably even know that I know he works at FreshBooks. I haven't seen him in a few years. But I did email him this past week, but it wasn't about this. The next day, I find out FreshBooks is a sponsor, and it was really cool. So FreshBooks, if you go to gofreshbooks.com, so that's gofreshbooks.com forward slash believe, you'll get to our page. We'll get credit for the trial. You get yourself a free trial. And you can do a lot of things with this. First of all, Forbes has said it's ridiculously easy to use. It's got powerful features. You can automate time-consuming tasks like organizing expenses, tracking your time, following up with clients in just a few clicks. It's all in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. You got easy invoicing. When you're sending invoices that you want to make them look professional, I'm actually looking at how one looks now. It is very professional, and you get paid faster. Everybody needs to get paid in business. You can organize expenses effortlessly. So there's no more receipts, a bunch of shoeboxes of receipts. You get it all in FreshBooks. You've got time tracking in FreshBooks. You collaborate on, on projects with people in FreshBooks. You get paid faster. You get paid up to seven, or excuse me, 11 days faster when you accept credit cards online in FreshBooks. So you can, and you get automatic deposits, just so much, so many reports. So it's really cool accounting software. And honestly, as small business owners, we don't spend enough time getting organized and something like FreshBooks can really help you. So just check it out. Do the free trial, and I would become a paying customer. GoFreshBooks.com forward slash believe. You also help our company called Love, L-O-V-E exclamation mark. I've got yoga teachers. I've got staff. We've got 15, 16 staff plus video editors. So honestly, all that whatever I make from that is going straight to them and the rent and everything else right now. So <laughs> that's what's going on. So if you like... If you like good media and you want to be positive and you want to be empowered and you want to talk about how to harmonize those tough things inside yourself, then feel free to get that trial and try FreshBooks out. And so in the category of money and business, just to expand on this, I want to talk about what we should do if we fail. How do we react to failure and turn it into a positive? In terms of business, when things go terribly, when you've got insanity going on, when you feel like the walls are crashing and you feel like this is going to fail, I wasted my time, is this going to work? How, how, do you, how do you get through that? How do you stay positive? Because we've all felt that. I think, what do they say, 10% of businesses succeed and make money? Something like that. 90% of them fail. So everybody's had to deal with this. Nobody's 100% done everything perfectly and had every single thing succeed. And I've had some great success, but also some really tough times. And to be honest, we have to expect that things are going to be rocky. That's what I want to tell you, the first, the first thing I want to tell you. You just have to expect that you're going to have to adapt. Somebody can give you a game plan, tell you exactly what to do to make money. But the bottom line is in almost every situation, we're going to have to adapt. And so plan on it ahead of time. And it's easier said than done. I want to talk about the emotions we can feel when we fail. I don't think people, or when we perceive that we're not doing well, when we perceive that things are not as good as they could be and that the business is not doing well and that, you know, things are not working as, as they should. Because that's what's made me crazy. If you want to know the truth, just inefficiencies that I perceive as inefficiencies 
have really made me mental, which means crazy in a way. And I want to motivate you and just help you to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself more when failure comes or what you perceive as failure. Because honestly, this world is a school. It's a school. It is not the truth, not the complete truth. It's true for us. We're in these bodies, but we are more than these bodies. And I need to say that to myself because I feel some really odd emotions lately. I've got involved now with, I used to have staff online. I've been to 33 countries. Now I've got great people working for me, but honestly, the fear that brought is brought up from just finally doing what we want to do, and I talked about this in a previous episode, is sometimes unbelievable. Like, when you actually confront what you have been waiting for and what you need to do and you actually do what you're supposed to be doing, you're going to feel good, but honestly, it's probably going to be a lot for you. It could be. Now, it could just be natural. It actually is whatever it is for you. It doesn't have to be my experience. But believe in yourself more when things aren't going immediately how they, they were planned. I mean, in the past week, I'm going to give you an idea. I've had to say I'm going to, you know, I've had to adapt like three or four times immediately because unexpected things are happening. I mean, we spent five figures in marketing for the yoga studio portion. And by the way, for me, the yoga studio portion isn't even really to make money. If I could pay everybody and pay the rent, I would be happy because yoga studios don't really necessarily make a ton of money. They can make too pretty well in New York and things like that, but honestly, it's more for the culture and the community that we're having the yoga classes. And then our media company is really where I want to grow things. And I have some great things we're going to be announcing. Some awesome, like probably meditation apps and video content shows that we're going to be doing. And some real, a community, really awesome things that we're going to be announcing that you can be involved in. Because we want to reach out to you directly, whoever's watching or listening. We want to make this the biggest company of its kind in the world and be a leader. And that's why our company is called Love, L-O-V-E exclamation mark. Because I want it to spread to everybody. And if you just email me, believe at believe.love, and you let me know that this has helped you at all, it would mean the world to me, honestly. So here's why you should believe in yourself more when you fail. And the show is called Believe, right? So it's a good thing. Because it's not really failure. It's not really failure. This life is real to us, but it's a lesson. And everything that anybody could tell you about success and making money in business is correct at the time that they did it. So... If somebody gave you their exact business blueprint and told you how to make money, Google could have changed its policies. If you're importing things from China, those rules could have changed or the pricing could have changed. Every single thing can change at any time. And so if somebody tells you exactly what to do, it's hard enough for us to do the 10 things that we know how to do already. Like, excuse me, what I mean by that is 10 easy things. It's hard enough for people just to do easy things, much less follow a business blueprint exactly. And then, by the way, that's going to change is what I'm telling you. Whatever that business blueprint you're being given by anybody is a good thing. But your real skill, the real skill to really succeed in business is to adapt based on what's going on and to have multiple contingency plans if things don't work. So for this yoga portion, we're not getting a ton of students right now. It takes a long time. We opened it in 45 days. It's decorated beautifully. If you go to facebook.com forward slash love spiritual community, 
facebook.com forward slash love spiritual community. You can see one of the videos our, our yoga teacher, Kristen, took, and it's a beautiful studio. And to be honest, I bought a bunch of random things over several weeks, and my friend helped me haul it up there, and then it just fit beautifully. The girls really did a great job, and Ricardo, one of our guys there, and it just fit perfectly, and it was really unbelievable. But the business, the business, that's, that's something else, right? So we've done a ton of things to actually market, you know, direct mail, and we've done Facebook ads, Google ads now, Groupon, Yelp ads, all kinds of things. We've, we've spread flyers out to businesses and in the building. We've had some people come, but we need like 50 a day. And so I knew this might happen in a way. I mean, my whole plan wasn't, my plan is for the media network, the media company. So sometimes things don't always work out perfectly. I mean, the yoga was really for a good vibe, but it's a little bit harder to get people than I thought. And then, you know, and I think it's been harder for the teachers as well. So it's okay, that this stuff happens. So we're gonna take it online. We're gonna take it online and we're gonna open it up to all of you. We're going to open it up to all of you. And our community is going to be called awake.love, awake.love. It's going to be awesome because we're going to help you directly. Whoever's watching or listening to this is going to be able to interact actually with our staff and really get to your spiritual core. And guys might be freaked out about this, but what I mean by that is help you to grow spiritually. And what is that? You're already growing spiritually, whether you want to say, you don't have to talk to anybody to do it. Just by living, you're growing spiritually because this is not the entire you is your human body. It's a part of you or it's your current self, but I'm 100% sure about that. I couldn't say that 10 years ago or even three years ago, but I can say it now. I'm 100% sure about that. So we're going to help you to harmonize any tough things. And, and so what does this have to do with money and business? Everything. So I had to adapt. I had to more quickly shift now to our online presence because it the students haven't been showing up as much. I've had to try to keep people happy. I, you know, try to try to remain positive when I'm freaking out. You know, because of fear that came from previous business things. I've had great successes. That's how I have the money to do all this. But also, like, I had tough times where I lost everything. I lost everything. So you have to adapt. And you have to know you're going to do that ahead of time. That's everything. You have to be able to see where customers are going to come from. And then if they're not coming, what are you going to do to get more of them? Or how are you going to keep your employees happy? You know, you have to be able to think about some possibilities with all this stuff. Plan it out. Contingency plans. If this doesn't happen, what am I going to do? Most of us, and I know me, sometimes things don't happen. We just want to give up. We want to give up. But I want you to believe in yourself when you encounter what you perceive as failure because it's not failure. It's not failure. You know, and I had somebody so beautiful to me. Well, a couple people really, but one so beautiful to me tell me today that they believe in me, that they believe in, you know, what we're doing. And so it brings tears to my eyes, really, because that means everything. That means everything to me. It changes my life when people do that because we can doubt ourselves so much and then we can start acting out. And you know what? I've been acting out. I've been acting out. I had a little bit of a... 
Now, I've done things to harmonize myself and some meditation and, and letting energy flow through me. And at our opening party, we did sort of a Reiki, but it's really a love circle. And I took people, for the first time I've ever done this, I took some of the staff through some lessons that I've learned from Qigong, Kundalini Yoga, a lot of things combined that have, I've never done that with anybody. It was an honor to do that. And it really helped them. And honestly, like I block this stuff out sometimes, the good things. Do you ever do that? Do you ever block the good things that you do because you're so scared of succeeding or you're, you're afraid? Honestly, like what am I afraid of? What are you afraid of? Like what is it? So there have been things I've been letting happen that have helped. I would say the, the Sensor 5 pendant from Dr. Patrick Flanagan. So that Sensor Roman numeral 5. And I'm going to get into that in a future episode. But that can be life-changing. Organite or orgone energy in these little pyramids, those can be life-changing. I thought it was nonsense. I, no, excuse me. I didn't know that it was nonsense, but I thought it was unnecessary when I first heard about them about four or five years ago, Orgone, O-R-G-O-N-E, or O-R-G-O-N-I-T-E. And it's not nonsense. And you can be sensitive to it and feel it. So what I really want to say is believe in yourself. It can directly, it can really help you these failures are not failures. They're lessons that somehow there's something going on where we're learning, even if the, the lesson is our entire life. I mean, I, I met somebody today who they have, there's something, they're very in touch with energy, but there's, you know, you know how autistic people are very intelligent, like really intelligent, like they're tapped into something else right? So this person wasn't autistic, but there was, there was, you know, they were definitely different, right? There was something going on where, but they weren't dumb. It was just that, meaning they weren't like <laughs> unintelligent. They were just some, you know, they were forgetting a lot of things, but they were very aware of other things, and so it'd be easy to get frustrated with this kind of person. But honestly, like that came in front of me and I've, I've blown off people and I've gotten mad at situations. What I mean, I haven't paid attention enough because when I think something's not right or somebody's not listening or they're not paying attention, like I have an immediate reaction, oh, I should discard that. Like this person's just not paying attention. Like, but then I was thinking, man, I want to sit there, even if somebody's like flat out ignoring me and what, basically doing something I would think is inefficient or wrong or, or, or not like one plus one equals four or something like that, right? To me, it's not like that to them. And also like, what are they trying, what am I going to learn from that? Now, I haven't been able to do that in all circumstances, but I was in this case, and I stayed nice to this person, even though they weren't really paying attention. There was something weird going on. To me, maybe there's a lot weird going on with me to other people, by the way. But I was, <laughs> I was enthralled. I was like, what? Or, excuse me. I don't know that I was enthralled. I should say I was, I was just trying to learn from whatever was going on. And failure in business, or what we think is failure, if we launch a product and nobody buys it, and we spent like a year, I've done this by the way. I, <laughs> I had a supplement line in, uh, I talked about this on a, a podcast with this girl, One Click Lindsay. One Click Lindsay. She does like traffic, like a, you know, digital marketing. I've, I've, I've done seven figures in a year digital marketing with partners like Google, over seven figures. 
and uh, one click Lindsay is like asking me like it was during the time of acai berry and people were having these fake ads online and I refused to have the fake ads so I built the supplement line I took like a year and then I gave it like no patience like <laughs> I thought I could not lie and not have fake ads and it would just sell and it didn't because people were buying because of these fake huh. I got a yawn unbelieve no I should slap myself hold on let me slap myself okay <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I've never yawned. I think this is the 29th show or something. I've never yawned on the air, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> That's life, right? Maybe you can wake me up. Please wake me up. Honestly, I might start doing I might start doing these shows at the studio so you can see all the backgrounds and things like that because um, I think I'll probably end up doing that. I, I can set up the, the studio in my, uh, where I had it before, but we had to move and there's a lot that has to be done to set up that studio, which I, which I had in previous episodes. So one click Lindsay, back to her, right? One click Lindsay, she's asking me about this. I spent a lot of time and then like I launched the product, the supplement line, and it failed in my mind because it didn't sell. And But honestly, what person spends a year on a supplement line, I think $20,000, $25,000, and then they run like $500 of Google ads and just, well, to my credit, I did... I did run radio ads as well. There was a there was $1,000 in radio ads and probably $500 in Google ads. And then I just like, I got sick of it and I sold it off for a loss. <laughs> so I've done some really odd things. And like, I think this is the reality of business. <laughs> Based on what I'm seeing, like people can have really polished presentations and give you things that uh, make a lot of sense, but the average person is just trying to make something work. And we have weird reactions to things. Like we, we have really odd reactions that aren't logical. The friend I had, I had this one friend who made like a million dollars and he, with something online, right? And I was like, are you testing your landing page? Because like a landing page, you know, you have to test what it looks like and all of the buttons and everything you can test to get your conversion rate higher so that more people will buy what you're selling online, right? So my friend, he, he's like, I don't, I don't test. And it was just funny. Like, and somehow like he still made a ton of money, but like, how much more could he have made if he would have tested? I don't know. But then again, like, who can argue with something that's working? Like, I spent a year one time and lost some money and didn't have any patience to test myself. So honestly, like, life is pretty... People want to talk about linear things, and I, I'm very into linear. What I mean is, like, if you do this, this will happen... And these are the steps. And you should do that. But I can just summarize. I put a business blueprint on. You can go look at our episode, The Business Blueprint. I laid it all out there. You got to, like, get customers. You got to have a product or service that can scale up. You have to make it unique so people want it. And then you actually have to take action and sell it. And um, that's basically it. There you go. But uh, there's a lot to that. <laughs> there's a lot to that. <laughs> because you have to make all this stuff work. And when it's not just working, for me, it can, it can literally drive us crazy. Like if some unknown variables start happening. <laughs> like 
humans do human things, we do human things, and the numbers not working, and we're going to lose a lot of money, and, you know, it can be definitely pretty fascinating. I mean, I'm losing, <laughs> I'm losing money, but I'm so, I'm honored. I have enough money to be able to lose some. It's not losing, it's investing it. It's investing. Most businesses don't break even for a year or two or three, I think. You know, a lot of us, we want to make money immediately. But most, like, tangible businesses, like brick-and-mortar businesses, it's like a couple years before they break even or a year or something. There's some sort of statistics on break-even. Uber is not making money at all. Amazon is not making money, to my knowledge. Like, Uber is losing, I think, billions of dollars. And Uber is a huge company. People don't realize that. So breaking even is a huge thing. Now, they're also funded, and all the employees and the owners have a salary, and their stock is worth money. So that kind of is the difference there, right, than if you're a private company. So people don't realize this stuff. So this failure thing, what we think is failure, like... It's just something coming through that we're probably, what are we supposed to learn from that? Like, honestly, like for me, the first thing I can do is relax. Honestly, recording this episode is helping me to relax. So I was, I'm so like, like trusting people with business things is so hard for me because I had I was chasing money for so long like 10 years that I got so worried about failure that trusting people to do the right thing that I hire and I've had I've hired a couple hundred people like in total with freelancers and things over like 10 15 years but a lot of it comes down to like, okay, so what is it showing me about myself? Like, is it really the people or the inefficiency I perceive? Or is it me? Like, what do I, what am I going to learn from that? What is, what's going on? And you know, somebody could, I, if I would have heard myself five years ago talking about this, I would have been like, this guy's like thinking too much into this. This is nonsense. Like, what do you mean failure? Uh, look into it, da-da-da. Don't look into it. That's a waste of time. You're just making stuff up. Okay, well, why are you on earth? Is it random or not? Because the near-death study, the near-death, uh, the near-death experience studies, the studies of people being conscious when they're dead for three minutes and being able to see the entire room. The University of Southampton in the UK, the study I've mentioned before where doctors have studied this thousands of times, they can't explain it. There's just a lot of things I could go through, and I've had personal experience with different things that I am 100% sure there's more to this life. So that's a good thing. And that means that there is more meaning to things. Now, uh, it's hard because, like, sometimes I just have random things happen during the day. Like, people come at you all at once and you don't have time to react. So, like, could I say, like, there's a meaning for each one of those things? I don't know. I mean, maybe, but we're not thinking about everything as to what the greater meaning is or the lesson is all the time. So that's okay. But there, but there is a possibility there could be. There's definitely a possibility that there could be a bigger meaning. So believe in yourself when you fail because the lesson is being shown to you. Or when you think you fail. Because really, the failure's in your head. Just like it's in my head. I'm creating that feeling. Nobody's really putting it on me at all. I'm putting it on myself if I feel like that. Because actually, we're succeeding in major ways. 
But if it's not going perfectly, making money, da 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 da, I could see that as failure, a failure or this or that. But Uber's not making money. Do they think they're a failure? I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they don't. They're a huge business, and they have a plan to make money over time. And their strategy is to grow, grow, grow. But as a smaller business, we can think we fail if we don't make money immediately and everything else. So there's just so many ways to look at things. So believe in yourself because that lesson could be being shown to you when you think you're failing. And that is a gift. So the gift for me, if I'm going to really apply this to myself, and I want you to email me, believe at believe.love, and tell me what lessons you've learned from failure, what gifts you've gotten. For me, it's basically like, Sometimes we're not really, really clear with people and we need to be even more clear. That is a gift that I've learned from what's happened recently. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Do you like that sneeze? That's quite a sound effect. I tried to cover the microphone. It sounds like a ninja. It honestly sounds like a ninja when I sneeze. I've also never sneezed on the air, so you guys are lucky. Anybody watching this episode is very lucky. Very lucky. So, um, (laughs) I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Failure can be good. The lessons can be being illuminated to you. What blessings have you gotten from those lessons? For me, it's like, I have to be clear with people. Um, about what we really need in some cases. I would say calming myself down. Like, honestly, like, tell yourself. If nobody else is telling you, because that's maybe what I feel like I I would like, just tell yourself it's going to be okay. Like, you can listen to me tell you that. I'll tell you that all day. Just play this section of the episode back over and over. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You are going to be okay. Even if we get hit by a bus, we're going to be okay. Now, if you live, it could be painful, right? But you're going to be okay. Death isn't real. Death is real. I I would cry if somebody, I cried with my cat who was like a child, Jasmine. She died. God bless her. Jasmine the Bengal cat. She was 12. She she made it back to home, Michigan, from Puerto Rico a couple years ago. Her last night was here in Miami Beach. We're in Miami now. Her last night was here, and we made it all the way back to Michigan because we had an overnight connection. And um, so she was here most of her life in Miami, but she's originally from Michigan. So Jasmine, the Bengal cat, made it home. And I cried, definitely. But I could also, when she died, I was in the room and I felt the energy from her body very quickly. It was a quick, like a hot flash, like a feeling And I've never been in a room when something like that has died in a way. I mean, and then I burst out into tears, of course. I mean, but um, I felt her come to me. I've never said this. I don't think to anybody. Maybe my mother. I felt something come to me energetically. Um. A night, that night, almost like a lion or a tiger feeling. Like definitely where something I felt like was really intensely coming to me along those lines. And uh, so we got to, what does this all mean, right? First of all, we just got to chill out. I have to chill out. Help me chill out. Will you help me chill out? Somebody help me chill out. Please email me. Email me, you know. Let's um let's have a chill out party on uh 
Google Hangouts or something or in our community, awake.love, we can do a live chill out. We can just have people chilling out, man. We can just tell each other, hey, we're trying to build our businesses, but, you know, we're trying to chill out. Just, just give ourselves a break, man. I know, like, if you're serious about business, you're on this breakneck path, like, you probably got to chill out some and give yourself some credit for what you are doing and just be confident. Like, take some time to really be confident, bring it in, and everything's just about those details. I mean, my deal is I know a lot of details. I can come up with details, and the employees can tell you this, details till the cows come home. So many details come out. I just have to, it's my, it's my essence that I want to convey to people that I, it, it's a little bit, there's some fear. So it, the fear affects the way it can come out. But I'm, I'm working with this. On this episode, you're getting a clear version of me for the most part. I'm kind of jumping around on topics, but that makes the show fun, right? It's fun to, to go on this journey. And it's fun if I can help you because I know that's how people's brains work. So the fear can show us so many things and that failure can illuminate what we need to work on. And maybe, maybe you have to do your own show like I'm doing right now to get you to talk about what you're actually seeing from that, what you're seeing from that fear or that, that failure, I should say. And, and the fact that you're seeing that failure will allow you to know how to believe more in yourself. Because if it wasn't there, how would you know what to improve on? You would just be a drone. There would be no, nothing for this life. You would just be perfect already. Why would you be here? There would be no reason you are here, right? So we can be thankful for these things that we perceive as failure, and it's really hard for me to say that. And the most, the, the thing I want to do, and I want you to do as well, if you can do this with me, let's do it. Let's just be more confident in the tough things that we have. For me, it's like patience, Believing in other people, trusting other people, conveying positivity all the time, being thankful, like I've said on this show, when unexpected things happen, can be very tough, but it can be easy. Being thankful for inefficiencies or things that seem like challenges, being thankful for them, and believing in yourself. So that's what I want to leave that segment with. And I want to talk about true success now. This is the most important thing I could possibly talk to you about right now. It's really such an important thing that I'm closing my eyes right now for our subscribers on iTunes, believeitunes.com. And of course, we're on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. And I'm closing my eyes and I'm thinking about true success. And I want to talk about how you could find your true purpose. How you can find your true purpose and what to do when you feel that true purpose in order to honor yourself and to believe in yourself to go get it, to go make it happen. So how do you Get your true purpose, work through whatever you need to work through, 
in order to go make it happen. Here's how you do it. I'm gonna give you three very simple steps. The first thing is, it's gonna be a feeling. It's gonna be probably an energetic feeling inside of yourself that you can't deny because it might take years and it might take basically hitting your head against the wall. But I just felt when I started talking about true success, I felt something in my head, in my hands, and my purpose is to help you find your true purpose. And you're going to feel it when it comes. You're going to feel it. And I used to think that maybe women were more likely to just say like, oh, just go with what you feel. Because to me, it's like very practical as well. Like you need to not only just go with what you feel, you have to be able to make things happen, you know, and get it done, take action. And I think there's some truth to that. I mean, you still need to actually do things, you know, but I will say this feeling part is very real. You can connect with additional things in the universe, including maybe yourself or your higher self or whatever. And I have to say, this is very real. It's very real. I'm 100% sure, men out there, 100% sure that there is more that we can connect with than just this human body and our brain. It's not true. It's not the complete truth. In fact, it's mostly empty space. It's actually an illusion. It's real. I'm touching my fingers right now and everything else, but there's a lot more to it. And your true purpose, you're going to feel it resonating in your bones and energetically outside of yourself. And you're not going to have to convince yourself. You're just going to feel it. And what my true purpose is, is to try to harmonize the world and show us some other possibilities of what we can do. What I'm working through personally is trusting people, as I mentioned, <laughs> uh, being compassionate, being patient and thankful, and understanding that uh, I have a brain that has some weird reactions and how to love that so that I can do, I can be my true self to people that might not be doing things that I think make sense, right? Because the world is not moving in the way that I think makes sense. And that's because I don't control the world, right? So being thankful for that is interesting. Because when you're used to trying to control everything or to try to be in charge or, um, or what I mean is, uh, yeah, when you're used to being in charge and being a leader, it can be strange that you have to think to yourself, well, I don't control anything. But my mother's been a great example lately. She has admitted she doesn't control anything. She's trying to make the best of her life. She works at a car dealership in Michigan, and she's a great employee, and she's a beautiful person. And the reason why she's beautiful is because she's finally been willing to look at herself. And it can be so easy for us to blame everybody else, and she's not doing that anymore. She's looking at herself and she's finding harmony and finding harmony in the things she can't control instead of fighting it 
And I have to tell you, that is so tough to find harmony in this world where we could look around and see so much thing, so many things we can think are crazy. So there's good in everybody, even the toughest people that have done the worst things. That's what I was told is true. The good is what lives on. And that is the only truth from this experience. The good is what lives on. And that will always exist. And everything else just kind of falls off. It falls off. And some of what we perceive as negative can help to illuminate the good. But your true purpose, you're going to feel it energetically. And how do you know when you felt that? How do you know? Well, one thing is that you're probably going to resist it. That seems to be a human characteristic. A lot of things that have been the most true to me, I've noticed that I resisted it strongly. There was some kind of strong, weird thing going on. Like I was, it's almost like I was pushing it or like think discounting it or something. And sometimes we need to do that. Like, honestly, there are things that we need to bypass, I would say. But also, like, sometimes we're just afraid. We're, we can be afraid of success. So just feeling that resistance can mean, like, okay, like, this it could be something to this. Um it's natural for us to doubt it because we don't want to be scammed or all the things in the world people can go through. But there can be something to this. So our true purpose, we're going to feel something energetically. We might also start to feel a fear or get really uh, freaked out, scared. And then how do you take action when you found your true purpose, when you feel this strong feeling? Well, I think there's one part of it that you, where, where you could just say flow, flow with it. Flow with your true purpose and just, and you know, think the feminine. I think females are definitely better at doing that. I think that, honestly, it's a mixture of the two, if I'm going to be completely honest. So flowing can be good, but guys are going to be like, no, we need steps and we need to actually like get things done. I think that you can feel the flow if you allow yourself to. And it will help you to take the steps you need to take. Feeling that flow, what does that mean? There's a vibration. This, this is just true. It's just true. I'm feeling it right now while I do this episode. There's a vibration that we can connect with. There are messages in the air, what we think is air. You know, this isn't air. You know, there's radio waves and... Uh, cellular waves and all kinds of other waves we don't even we can't see them are they real well we could bounce them off the, we we don't know everything we we can only see a very small portion of the visible spectrum so we're in a sea of energy we're in a a sea like a, a water like this is not just air like somehow we're here but we're in a sea of energy. That is the truth. And messages and all kinds of things can go through this, this invisible truth that connects everything and is everything. And I'm 100% sure on this. This isn't experimental. And if you want to, you know, physics says all points in space and time are connected. So... 
this is actually this is actually a very real real thing. So um, when you find your true purpose and you feel like should you just go with the flow to make it happen or should you make a bunch of steps and just do those steps? I'm going to say both, both. Because it's okay to have goals and to make a plan. But also we have to realize that a lot of times we have to go with the flow. 